0: Hey Lee. Hey Rob. You know, I have a question for you. Do ask. Your dad, he's an insurance guy, right?
1: Yes, he was. He just uh, retired last year. Yeah, and what was his insurance gig? He was an insurance agent for over 40 years. Wow. Yeah. For? For State Farm Insurance.
0: That's very cool. And he just yeah.
1: retired? He did. His dad was also an insurance agent. For State Farm Insurance.
0: So you're kind of an insurance legacy.
1: I followed in the footsteps. And your brother? He is also a part of the insurance world on the claim side.
0: And why do you suppose that is? You got, have you ever think about that? you ever think about why?
1: You know, I, I have because my kids, I'll ask them what they want to do and they all say, well, I don't really know what you do, Dad, so I can't follow in your footsteps. But a lot of times, you know, children want to do what their parents do because they're around it, right? I was a part of the insurance world. I saw it growing up. I was a part of it for all of my life. It just really sounded interesting to me. Well, we have a podcast today that's kind of about that story. Tell me about that, Rob.
0: We have a guest on today from Flow Technologies, a co-founder of Flow Technologies, and he is the son, Gabe Halimi, of the inventor, Henry Halimi, of the Flow device.
1: So Rob, what you're telling me is that we have a, a son who is following in the footsteps of his dad and kind of being in the same world of employment.
0: Yeah, but in a whole kind of new world, high tech, insure tech way. And that's what makes this story so very interesting to our podcast.
1: Well, why don't we just jump right into it?
0: Let's do that. So here we go. Without further ado, our interview with Gabe Halimi from Flow Technologies. Hey, podcast world. We're thrilled to have you with us today for a really special episode with a kind of an unusual technology company that has joined us today. We have Gabe Halimi from Flow Technologies. Hey, Gabe, how are you doing?
2: I'm great, Rob. How are you?
0: I'm doing really good. I'm here in rainy Sacramento today. Where are you?
2: Oh, we're in sunny Los Angeles, although we have had a considerable amount of rain for this season over the last week, but it's nice and sunny today.
0: That's a good thing.
2: It's a great thing. We need the water, as we'll talk about. Yeah,
0: we're going to. Water will be a topic today, you think? Yeah. Anyways, we are really a big fans of your product, big fans of what you do, and really interested in your story. And we want to get to all that today. But let's start by you giving us 30 seconds or a minute on what the heck flow is and, you know, your basic elevator on your company.
2: Sure. Well, Flow, now the brand name, now actually the product is Flow by Moen, as we can talk about. But so the Flow by Moen is a water monitoring and control technology uh, for the home. One piece of hardware, about six inches long, installs on the main water supply line and actually learns all of the habits on people in their homes with respect to their water. We learn how long your average showers are, how long your sprinklers run for. Also, we can help protect your home from leaks and catastrophic water damage, which are the leading cause of preventable homeowner's insurance claims every year. It's more likely that a homeowner will have water damage in their home and have to file you know, homeowner's insurance claim for water damage than for fire or theft combined, right? So it's a really massive issue, and uh, we've kind of cracked the nut on being able to not only tell you when you have leaks to help you fix the problem. We can automatically shut off the water in the event of something catastrophic. But I think even more exciting is when there is something that looks like a vulnerability that might lead to catastrophic water damage, right? So even before there's a leak, there's signs in your plumbing system that there's a vulnerability. We detect those vulnerabilities. We can alert the homeowner and actually help them You know, to get them fixed. So we're not only, you know, limiting the severity of a claim in insurance terms. We're really getting at the frequency of getting a claim altogether. And so we're we're really excited about that.
0: So it's kind of like a heart attack, right? There's usually warning signs.
2: Oh yeah, it's funny you say heart attack. You know, if uh, you're concerned about heart attacks, one of the things you watch is your blood pressure, right? And why do you why do you watch your blood pressure? Because if you have high blood pressure for long periods of time, you're potentially putting undue strain on your veins, your arteries, you're making your organs work too hard and eventually, you know, one of them can, can fail like your heart, right? And then, so if you think about the home water system, we are also watching high water pressure for the same reasons. If there's high water pressure for long periods of time, you're putting undue strain on your pipes, on your fixtures, on your appliances, and eventually something can burst on you. And you know, if you think about today, how many people check the effectiveness of their pressure regulating valve or know what kind of pressure they have in their pipes? I promise you 99.9% of people have no idea, and then they're shocked when, you know, a water connector pops off of the line or they get, you know, a burst pipe somewhere. And so there you know, just like that high water pressure, there are other things that, you know, you can be looking for. And the nice thing about our technology is it's automatically checking for those early indicators at 24 hours a day to seven days a week to help avoid that pipe from bursting in the first place.
1: And so your technology will actually turn off the water, is that right?
2: It will, in the event of something really catastrophic. So if we take, for example you know we have that high water pressure example right where water pressure in the pipes of your home should be somewhere around 45 to 80 you know call it psi if you have water pressure of over 100 psi we're not going to shut off your water we're going to tell you you know through push notifications text messages emails we'll send you alerts that hey this is something that you need to check and something you need to fix if the pipe actually bursts and now you know, water is flooding your home, or we see water running for too long of a period of time based on what's normal in your home or too high of a flow rate, what have you. And it looks like something is happening, you know, imminently, like right now, that's catastrophic, then we can shut off the water for you automatically. Or the homeowner after getting an alert can just open up their smartphone app and just turn on and turn off the water right from their app.
0: Now you're an attorney, but you sound a lot like a plumber to me.
2: (laughs) Well, it's kind of in the blood. So yeah, I, I, my, my formal training is as an attorney, but my father and actually his father back in the old country used to sell plumbing parts. He was a distributor of plumbing products. And then my dad, you know, in the U S has been for the last 30 years has been a plumbing manufacturer. He's a mechanical engineer by trade. He was an expert witness for plumbing companies dealing with subrogation claims. So a lot has rubbed off on me over the years. So I do know a thing or two. Like I play one on TV, right? But I'm not actually
0: one. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have a whole theory about why our children are inclined, not, it's not predetermined, but inclined to become, to do the same jobs that their parents have done, right? Eventually. And it's because just like what you're saying, you grew up around it. You probably have a feel for plumbing and water and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. My dad was always, he's been working on stuff in the garage, inventing different, not just plumbing products, but he really has a passion for, you know, water and plumbing Uh, as an engineer. It really speaks to him. So like, I've been seeing him work on stuff in the garage and, you know, he's been teaching me stuff since I was a kid. So I resisted going and following directly in my father's footsteps by being an engineer. But ultimately, even while I was practicing law and before I was practicing law, I was working for plumbing companies as, you know, in-house claims managers and like dealt with, (laughs) dealt with Uh water failures. So like Mm -hmm. I was just dealing with a different part of the same problem.
0: Uh Uh-huh. You can't help but know what you know. Right. And I think it's really, really cool. My son is, uh, a tech entrepreneur. In fact, he's a NY Combinator right now. And yeah, it's really cool. It's very exciting. And I think, you know, one of the really intriguing parts of your story, the flow story is how it started and you get to work with your dad, which has got to be Pretty cool. Can you tell us how the company came together? It wasn't certainly wasn't on the drawing board, was it?
2: No, no, definitely not. I I did not think I was going to end up working with my dad for many years. Nor did you know to candidly, you know, to, nor did I want to. I think I think we're both pretty strong personalities. We are both very entrepreneurial, but have we're different sides of the brain, right? Which so for a long time it meant that. It was difficult for us to align on certain things, you know, having him as my dad growing up, but ultimately when it came to, you know, this product, we really needed each other. And so I'll explain a little bit of why. So my dad is, like I said before, he's a mechanical engineer. He's invented a number of different, you know, plumbing products. And he's he's been an expert witness representing the plumbing industry against subrogation claims from insurance. So when you know, one of these claims gets paid out to a homeowner where a pipe bursts, that insurance company, in many instances, would turn around and file a subrogation claim against the plumbing manufacturer, alleging product liability or negligence. And it was my father who on literally on thousands of these claims was doing kind of the deconstructive expert witness work, you know, the forensic work to determine what actually caused the failure. Well, in in doing that is when he uncovered a lot of what these root causes are and how to avoid having some of these failures happen in the first place. While he's having this experience, I mean, I was in law school. I ran corporate operations for a restaurant company. I, I mean, I was doing all kinds of different, very entrepreneurial, more, you know, startup stuff. And it wasn't until, God, 2007, I think, was when my dad had a catastrophic water damage claim in his home. And I happened to be living at home at the time because this is when I was in law school. And, you know, I walked in to the middle of the living room. I was first to get home after a weekend in New York. My whole family was in New York for a family event. And I walk in and there's three days worth of water that's just flowing through the house. It's literally raining in the middle of the living room. And it took time for my eyes to even adjust to what was going on. I quickly called my dad and I was like, dad, it I, I don't even know how to describe this, but it's raining in the middle of the living room. And he is telling me, go shut off the water. And we went through this whole, you know, emergency where then I had to call the insurance company and place the claim and there's restoration people coming and I'm, I'm coordinating with them. So I lived through this, you know, this emotional roller coaster of having catastrophic water damage. And it's awful this was 2 weeks before my sister's wedding i mean it was it was terrible my dad was throwing the wedding i mean it was it was really really bad so in having that experience i took a little bit more of an interest in this space and so this is while i was in law school and i started working for one of these plumbing manufacturing companies in the greater la area that had millions of dollars of product liability claims against it. And I went to go work for them while I was in law school as their claims manager. And so I started applying the law to that part of the, you know, equation. I did that for a while, but then I went on to just go practice law with a general law firm doing, you know, corporate, real estate, litigation work, all kinds of different business law. I left to start a couple different companies. I joined a restaurant group and ran corporate operations for them. Years later, now this is 2015, years later, I stumble into the garage and my dad is, you know, he had always been telling me that, oh, I'm, I've taken all of my experience and I've, I'm have i going to invent something that monitors the whole home's water system and can identify even a drop of water a minute. And I'm like, that's, you know, I told him for years, that's great, dad, you should do that. You know, not thinking he was actually going to come up with the darn thing. And then I, and I go into the garage and he gives me, Uh, A demo of an early prototype of what then became, you know, flow. And he showed me how this one device can identify even a drop of water a minute happening anywhere in the home. And it can, it can shut off the water. And I was like, holy moly, like, you know, my dad was really impressed, I think, with himself that he was able to create something that from a fluid mechanics standpoint was, you know, built to be able to identify these plumbing vulnerabilities and whatnot. But I was You know, I was at 30,000 feet seeing, gosh, we're in the middle of some crazy kind of phenomenons that are happening. One, I mean, we have this whole smart home, you know, Internet of Things world world that's just blowing up right around that time was when Nest sold to Google for $3 billion.
0: Which could catch your eye.
2: Yeah, that caught my attention being, you know, but entrepreneurial, but I'm also living in california you know i I live in los angeles where we were in our like fourth or fifth straight year of emergency drought conditions there was you know rationing that was going on and all you were hearing about on the news is you know only water your your plants on this day and you know we need to you know conserve our water this way and like it's like i started doing some research and i realized that you know the epa was estimating that 13 percent of household water nationwide is lost due to leaks, which is over a trillion gallons a year of water. And I was like, so this isn't even like, I mean, we're getting all this messaging from our water utility about turn off the water when you brush your teeth and, you know, use a low flow toilet and this kind of stuff. But it's like the low hanging fruit is right in front of us. And that's just leaks in our infrastructure. (laughs) You know, we're not enjoying water behind our wall that's leaking or water underneath our slab. That's just leaking water. That's the stuff that creates mold you know, it's huge waste, right? That's the insurance claim. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's the start of the insurance claim. Yeah. And then what you know, that's the sign when you have those small leaks, that's the key indicator that if you don't fix this, it's just going to get worse. Right. And so I'm seeing all of these different, you know, all this different kind of wind behind our, our sales on potentially where we can take this. And so, you know, it, it took me a few weeks to decide to, you know, quit my job and pursue this full time. And, The only reason it took me a few weeks was because my dad was trying to convince me not to do this. (laughs) (laughs) I had just gotten married. I had a very cushy job as a corporate operations executive. And, you know, he was like, this is a pipe dream, no pun intended. And, you know, who knows if it'll become of something. But, you know, I really believed. He believed in the product. He just didn't know if there was really going to be, you know, if the market was going to be ready for it. But
0: so you jumped in really early.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. So my dad already had the product kind of, it was an R and D project, right? So when I jumped in, we kind of had an early prototype, but it was still, you know, it was still pretty unproven. And so it still took us a couple of years from that point to, to get the product in the market. We had to, you know, we had to raise up a venture capital funds and build the team, but we were, you know, we were really pleased. I mean, our whole support operations team, they're fantastic. They're all from, but Tesla, we have, a bunch of software engineers that used to work at, you know, at Intuit and Apple and a bunch of other places. I mean, we've been really lucky with uh, the kind of team that we've been able to assemble to really make this dream into a reality. And now we're in 500 Home Depot stores. We've partnered with, you know, Moen, who's you know, this great global plumbing brand and just wonderful people and uh, trying to bring our home to every home in America. That's our goal.
1: That is neat. Talk to us a little bit about the uh, strategic partnership with Moen. Is that what it's called, strategic partnership?
2: Yeah. So we did form a strategic partnership. You know, Moen is one of the leading kind of plumbing fixture brands in the country. So their brand is very much recognized by the consumers everywhere as a very high quality fixture company. And so we had conversations with a number of potential plumbing company partners. And you know, Moen set itself apart for a number of reasons. Not only do they have just great a distribution, but relationships with home builders and wholesalers and at retail and and whatnot. but I mean, the people are just fantastic. and I think they realize that you know decades and decades have gone by without really significant innovation in our plumbing systems. You know, plumbing hasn't changed a whole lot. And when they came to us and you know were talking to us about where they saw, flow going in the future they they recognize that and recognize that this could very much be the future of plumbing when you have something on the inlet side that can tell you where all the water's going in the water system like if you use our app there's a screen that can tell you how much of your water is going to your toilet versus your faucet versus your irrigation system And so, you know, it really opens up a lot of possibility for plumbing companies. So we're thrilled to work with them. We were happy to rebrand the product as Flow by Moen. It's still our technology, but Moen is leading a lot of the distribution for the product and, you know, helping us make it a household name. And uh, we're thrilled. We just signed the partnership a few months ago and it's gone very well so far.
0: We've seen by looking at like, uh, you know, your history tech crunch and so on and so forth that there's been a lot of companies that have believed in you guys for a number of years i mean like uh, i saw that usaa has been a believer in you guys since your seed round so uh, (laughs) i think that for people in the insurance space it makes a lot of sense like you were saying about what your dad was, the work that he did with subrogation and being an expert witness for subrogation. I mean, we're involved in claims all the time where the carrier will say to us, hold on to this valve that you found that failed because they're going to subrogate against, you know, whoever installed it or manufactured it or whatever. Talk for a minute about your applications on the insurance side.
2: Yeah, so I think that, I mean, we're a huge benefit to the insurance industry, right? Like we were saying before, I mean, this is like, the largest source of preventable homeowners insurance claims every year. I mean, homes are basically, plumbing is not meant to last forever, right? It does need to be maintained. Uh, We do need to take care of it. And so, you know, what we're doing for the insurance industry is not only giving an early indicator when something is in need of maintenance from high pressure from the city or thermal expansion being caused from... Uh, the water heater, or even small drips anywhere in the water system. I mean, we kind of early indicate a number of the leading, you know, uh, the potential issues of these things happening. And when we do, we're helping to change the paradigm of insurance, right? Today, the paradigm is largely like, okay, something catastrophic happens. And now we do the restoration versus you know, early maintenance and repair to avoid having to do the restoration, right? I think that's what IOT is helping the insurance industry do. And, you know, we sit directly into that, you know, narrative on the water side. And so, you know, not only are we able to better protect the home and empower the homeowner to be able to take the steps necessary to protect their home. Most homeowners just don't even know they have a problem, right? They just have nothing telling them. So we have the technology to do the early indication. But then in the unfortunate event that something catastrophic does happen, that we can shut off the water. And in many instances, we shut off the water, you know, rather than having to then place a homeowner's insurance claim. Now, the the amount of the damage is even less than the deductible, or maybe right around the deductible. And now it's not even worth putting in a claim anymore. You just have to throw down some towels and maybe repaint a wall or something. So the value proposition is is definitely there. I think the biggest question for the insurance industry has been, you know, from a number of perspectives, gosh, this just makes a lot of sense, right? I think the insurance industry can see that. I think everyone understands the magnitude of the problem. I think it's more about the distribution. Like how do we actually get homeowners to adopt this product? Does that mean... The insurance industry and the carrier specifically needs to buy these devices and give them away or require that a homeowner install them. Do they just incentivize the adoption via some kind of like a premium discount or some kind of a a rebate mechanism? This is where a lot of the piloting takes some time. And we're working with a number of the carriers doing that now.
0: I want you to know that I called my carrier and I said, hey, if I buy this device, Will you give me a a discount or a deal? And they said, no, I'm going to let them off the hook and not mention their name today.
2: You're very kind. (laughs) Well, they're a customer
0: of our company, so.
1: Well, you know what? I I actually did the same thing. I called and they said at this time they don't. However, they're looking into it, Uh Uh, but they do send out devices for people with multiple water losses.
0: Yes. They said the same thing to me.
2: We get that all the time.
0: So you must have stories then where you've saved the day, where your product has saved the day.
2: Oh sure, a number of instances, I think. And sometimes it's not even something that catastrophic, although times it is, but most of the calls that we get, you know, the the, the thank yous and the, the testimonials, it's really just about a lot of wasted water, which is a really a financial burden at the same time. You know, places like California, Atlanta, Georgia, a number of big cities and states around the country, water has just become really expensive. So, when you have a running toilet, and you're gone for you know a day or two i mean that could easily turn into a thousand dollar water bill you know people have broken sprinkler heads they have no idea so the financial savings can also be you know enormous and can really help pay for itself but going back to insurance just for one second i think we're i think we're kind of at a tipping point right where there are many insurance companies today, depending on the state, because they have to file separately for these, you know, to discount schemes in, but um, different states. But you have like, you know, the Liberty Mutuals of the world and Farmers, and uh, you know, a bunch of the big carriers that already have a discount mechanism in place for an automatic, you know, shut off a device, early indicator of leaks, which we are. We typically, if they do have a discount mechanism, we're usually at the highest end of what they're willing to give. But I say we're at a tipping point because I don't think there's an insurance company you talk to today who's not looking at this problem, not looking for IoT solutions and not trying, you know, to put into effect some kind of a plan to see the adoption of these uh, technologies i think it's caught up with a bunch of the actuaries and underwriters trying to figure out how much of a discount they give and when they give it i think you typically you know that exactly what you guys just had mentioned i think you know usually when an insurance company sees a home have a water damage claim they feel like they are more likely to then have another one And they're right because what they're not doing is they're not getting to the root of the problem. They're putting a band-aid on where the problem had failed. If you have high water pressure, for example, you can imagine that, well, at some point that's going to burst somewhere and you might fix where it burst the first time. But if you didn't fix the high water pressure, you're just going to have another problem, the same way you have one heart attack. And then if you don't take care of yourself, you're going to have another one.
1: Well, Gabe, you know, I am interested. Tell us about putting the device on. You know, is that something that the people are adopting? And how difficult is it for them to actually do that?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't call our product a a to-do-it-yourself product. I wouldn't call it a DIY. You do need to cut into the main water supply line of the home to install it. It actually goes in line. And there are a number of reasons for that, right? One, we want to actually know the pressure in the water system, which we need to be in line to do. We need, we want to know the temperature inside the water line. That's a whole other problem we haven't talked about, but freezing pipes in a number of of areas of the country when you have water freeze it expands creating another pressure issue and then the piper so we actually have a temperature sensor in line to give an early indicator warning if the water in line starts freezing so there's a number of reasons why we want to be in line it is obviously more cumbersome it's an extra step in the process to have a plumber or you know some kind of a a contracting professional come out to install that but you know we believe that the benefits far outweigh that added burden the installation though typically takes you know half an hour 45 minutes i mean for a plumber it's a very simple install usually for you know the same amount that it costs a plumber to actually come out like a truck roll as they call it i mean however much it generally takes to get a plumber to your house for an hour is how much they're going to charge for the install, you know, unless there's a lot of work to do on your plumbing.
0: It's straightforward.
2: Yeah. it's a, from, from a plumbing standpoint, very straightforward. You cut into the main line, you insert our device. You do need power for the device. So you just need a regular kind of wall plug to just plug in the device into. You need home Wi-Fi. The device connects wirelessly to the home Wi-Fi and that's how you connect to the system and are able to control it from your smartphone app. So those are the few things you need. But the plumbing side of the installation is pretty simple.
0: I would think that new construction is probably interested in your device as a selling feature to a home.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think you know, ever since we did the deal with Moen, and this is just going back a few months now, they do a lot of their work with the home building community we were already talking to home builders before that but now as moen is one of the leading companies that's selling other plumbing fixtures to home builders home builders have really now embraced our device i think for them it it checks a lot of boxes i think it's very rare if you think about it big yeah. picture to find one device that checks so many boxes for so many different industries like we've talked about plumbing We've talked about insurance for plumbers. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Like those same, you know, that plumber that comes out to install it can now essentially become like the plumber of record for your home. So when you have high water pressure, have a little leak, you know, we can get in touch with your plumber for you to send them back out to fix it. So almost like a lead generation device, you know, for the plumbing industry. But the home builders have a tremendous amount to gain as well. Not only is it a great upsell opportunity, but that same home builder is warranting you know your home that it doesn't have any leaks and if it does now it's on the home builder so the home builders from that standpoint are also embracing having this device installed cuz it also helps limit their liability right, with their home builder's warranty that they have to give
0: you. You bring up a topic that I wanted to hit on. And as I was reading about you guys, it's almost like you've put together, putting together like a water security system, like we would buy a home security system to make sure that nobody breaks into our house. You guys are doing the same thing basically for water, right? And don't you have a subscription program that kind of builds on top of that, like a monitoring fee in the security market?
2: yeah, we do. So all the core functionality that you see with the system that you would want, so the you know early indication of issues, the automatic water shutoff, that's all included in the cost of the system. It retails for four ninety nine. You don't have to pay any monthly fee for that. However, if you do want an elevated experience and do want that alarm style service where someone will actually call you and help you, you know, troubleshoot your issues, get to the root cause, get some additional data from the system, work with your insurance company to get you that discount to the extent that your company (laughs) gives a discount. That's what we charge just five bucks a month for. And it's month to month. It's optional. I mean, we've seen the adoption of that. You know, people have really embraced that. They really like it because, you know, for five bucks a month, it just gives an added level of you know, service and uh, support. But yeah, that is very much how we've, you know, depositioned it. For home security, it's very much like an alarm system. It also works kind of like a smoke detector. Like, you know, it's telling you there's smoke before there's fire. Right. And, you know, and it's also a nice kind of conservation device and a convenience device, like kind of like what like a Nest thermostat is, you know, for keeping your home comfortable you know, it's also a nice kind of conservation device at the same time to be able to better understand your water usage. So you can do your part for the environment, but also help keep your water bill down.
0: So I want to ask you a couple of questions about being a startup. You went through plug and play. Is that correct?
2: We did early in the kind of life cycle of the company. We met the folks at plug and play. This was even before they had an insurance accelerator. We were pre you know, insure tech being a thing, I guess, when we went through, we were in there up an IOT batch, but uh, they were wonderful and helped open a lot of doors.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. We've spoken with them and we had them on the show last week and it was uh, really interesting. So do you consider yourself a tech company or a plumbing company or an IOT company? Where
2: do you fall? First, we say that plumbing is really in our DNA. We really started as a plumbing company, and I think that's what makes us very different. The fact that we really understand the fluid mechanics behind the problem and really understand the plumbing issue to its core and what it takes to prevent water damage. I would say that we're we're a plumbing company first in our DNA, And then, of course, we are also a tech company. The tech is what enables our plumbing solution. But I think where a number of companies that compete with us have gotten it wrong is that they started as a tech company trying to solve a plumbing problem, right? And we really understand our problem space to its core and how to prevent it.
1: You know, you you talked a little bit earlier about conserving water and living in California and the droughts. Uh, it just made me wonder if you're working with any city groups or you know cities to actually put this in to help monitor and to stop leakage in the home or the community?
2: Yeah, we're running a number of different pilots with water utilities around the country now. The largest one is actually in our home city right here of Los Angeles. We're currently piloting with the Los Angeles Department of Water and Power to help prove how much water we can actually help people save. I mean, we definitely believe that just by limiting the amount of leaks that people have in homes, they're going to get a savings on their water bill. But also just you know, people make good decisions when they have better data, right? So like, you know, people can be in denial about how much they use their iPhone, but now that they just released that new feature that you can actually see how much of your time is <laughs> spent I hate on that different feature. things. Yeah, right? It actually, You actually have a way to keep yourself accountable now. And I look at what we're doing as the same thing, right? Like now we have a tool that you can actually keep yourself accountable on how much water you use in that shower that you take you know, every morning, and you can see how long your kids are taking their showers. And, you know, it's just a nice way to have a check in and just be like, Hey, like, we can make a better decision here. When you have a pie chart in front of you that tells you, you know, 50% of your water is going to your showers or your landscaping, you know, people's eyes just jump open. They're like, Oh, my God, I had no idea you know there's a lot of value there and so we want a grant to do that with our local water utility that we're very proud of but we're also rolling out pilots in a number of other cities where water utilities are also starting to give rebates for the adoption of this technology i mean my goal is eventually to make this thing free to the homeowner because they're getting it from you know they're hopefully it's in the home that they're buying we talked about home builders and then there's you know, rebating opportunities from water utilities and potential discounts from insurance. I mean, this is something that should be in everyone's home because it just makes too much sense for it not to be. Gabe,
0: I want to ask you about the space that you're in, the leak detection space. It seems to us, we were at InsurTech this year and we're very active in the space, again, from a kind of a claims perspective. It seems like there's a lot of competitors running into this space you find that to be the case and how do you differentiate yourself inside of that
2: yeah it's a good question so yes there are more competitors coming into the space first of all i think it's a fantastic thing right like we need more eyeballs on the importance of leak detection and water monitoring and control like i was just saying i mean this is this is too big of a problem from so many different dimensions for it not to be solved so the competition is very welcome And uh, we work very closely with a number of our competitors to, you know, solve shared issues in uh, seeing this installed. I think in terms of a differentiation, I've yet to see a product on the market that quite does it the way that, you know, we do, where we're really taking a look at, you know, proactively trying to solve these problems. I think our overall, our, you know, user experience um, stands for itself. Because in the end of the day, you know, going back to insurance for, for one second and you know to this will help answer the question i think you see a number of technologies a number of our competitors where if there's a problem they just kind of wave a red flag and they say hey you got a problem right where we've taken a different approach is that we're really a 360 solution where not only do we do the early indication we catch the catastrophic stuff we can shut off the water and then we're part of the solution again to help actually repair and maintain the home, we have our own, you know, the support team where if you live in certain parts of the country, we can actually get one of our own service members out. We have very close kind of plumbing networks that we work with, uh, like we're partners with American Leak Detection. So in the event that you have a very pesky leak somewhere that you can't find, we can help get American leak detection out to your house to help you actually, you know, find the leak and resolve the issue. So I think where we really set ourselves apart is around our, you know, machine learning, just the overall quality of our product to proactively catch issues, and then to help you resolve the underlying problem, right? If we just shut off the water and we did nothing else, then we'll, great, now we've caught one issue, but there may still be other issues looming in that home. We really take that extra step to help maintain and repair the homes that we're in. So I think that's probably the biggest of a differentiating part of our technology.
0: Well, like you said, you guys, plumbing is in your DNA. I think that you sound more like a plumbing company than a tech company. I I mean it as a compliment.
2: I will take that as a compliment because we got some great tech.
0: (laughs) One of the things we run into is you get... Many innovative, creative, clever people coming into insure tech, but they're not insurance people; they're technology people, and there's nothing to the matter with that. But um, there's a sensitivity that you gain by having that background, or not having the background, and I think it shows in your product and in everything you've had to say today.
2: Well, but thank you so much for that. I think it is interesting that we we come from this. We really have this plumbing DNA. We do have a plumbing background, and we also. Both my dad and I have had a lot of experience with this problem space dealing with insurance, right? So I think we really understand this problem better than most, at least coming into it. And I think that we've been very fortunate with the kind of you know, venture capital we've been able to raise, the kind of partnerships that we've been able to build, which has allowed us to hire the top quality talent for the things that we don't know well. Like my dad and I knew nothing about data science going into this and machine learning but now i think we're really building a top-notch product with respect to that data science side like understanding what is normal for homes and how they're you know they use water a lot of this was theory but we've been very fortunate that we've been able to build a great team that's been able to complement us and the things that we're not experts at
0: well a lot of times you can look back on a tragedy like what happened in your home that you walked in on and see it in a different light years later, which is obviously the case here. But I think that when we've gone through an insurance claim, our whole view of the claims business changes. It evolves because of the empathy of having been there and stood in those shoes. You know, we take it for granted that these things, these events are just events, but they're not for like you and your family. At that time, it was a trauma, but I'm sure it's helped you guys every step of the way to design a better product and a better customer experience.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that you can you can talk about insurance savings and you can talk about rebates from water utilities and financial savings, but what it really goes back to is that emotional hardship of having that claim, having to go move into a hotel weeks before my sister's wedding, I mean, all the kind of things that we had to go through. I mean, putting aside all the financial stuff, if we could just avoid that from happening again for ourselves and everyone else, like that will have really made this worth it. That was the most painful part of the whole process. And that's what grounds us. That's why we want to give people, you know, a great user experience using our product and help make it easy for them to hopefully avoid that from ever happening to them at all.
0: Well, we are very, very grateful for your time. And we know, we know how busy you are and how many balls you have in the air. It took us quite some time to get you on the show, which is typically an indication of that you have a lot to do. So uh, with that in mind, we're going to let you go here. But thanks so much for being with us. That's very kind and generous.
2: I had a really great time. I'm sorry that my schedule didn't permit us to do this earlier, but I'm thrilled that we got it done now.
0: No, no. We're glad to have it as one of our episodes. And um, hopefully we can talk again soon as you continue to go. I mean, there was topics that we didn't even get to touch on, but uh, we'll save those for next time.
2: And let's do it. would love that. Thanks, Gabe. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: You know what, Lee? That was an interesting story.
1: Yeah, I, I love it whenever we get a good story on the podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, basically, out of catastrophe... Became a lot of uh, motivation and desire and boom, now a big successful startup.
1: Right. You know, started started basically from inventing some inventions in the garage. Uh, A father-son team are able to come out and really invent a device to change possible catastrophes in the home. Really a neat story all around.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And a smart guy who kind of changed a whole career directions very successfully.
1: Yeah. What about that? Starting off as a lawyer uh, and finding himself in a technology company that works in plumbing.
0: So I thought it was interesting that a lot of the insure techs that we talk to, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when you ask them, are you an insurance company? Are you a tech company? How do you identify yourself? Without thinking, what do they answer?
1: Insure tech company?
0: I'm a tech company, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm a tech company. And that was not the answer here. And I think it shows, right?
1: Well, it shows that they have really put so much thought and passion into the actual plumbing, into the actual fixture and the outcome of what happens whenever you don't have a device like that. They've put so much emphasis on that, that they do have plumbing at their core that is surrounded by technology. Mm
0: -hmm. Interesting how they're kind of creating a water security system for your home.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a novel concept. I never thought about that. We have it for our doors and our windows, but we don't have it for that. And there is a huge loss of water, either through pipe breakage or accidental water loss. You know, I had a a sprinkler that was broken for who knows how long until a guy came out knocked on my door and said, Hey, you're watering your lawn at six AM and and your sprinkler's broken. I never would have known.
0: The five dollar fee on a monthly basis, when you consider that you can't go to McDonald's for five dollars. That seems like a really good deal to me. That's something I would avail myself to.
1: Yeah. You know, I buy my kids apps every so often to play a video game, you know, and it costs five dollars. But if I could save a hundred to a thousand dollars on a large water loss, that's just smart, smart business. So I, you know, I, I don't see that being as any issues at all. So, Lee, you're
0: somebody who spends his time and his days shopping these companies, looking at the technologies thinking about how they apply, where do these leak detection devices fit in?
1: Well, you know, Rob, they really start before they get to the insurance claim side. Uh, They start at the preemptive portion of a claim or a loss. Uh, They are there to really help us make sure that the loss doesn't occur or that whenever it does occur, that it really minimizes the damage. So as insurance claims adjusters, you may never actually Work with one of these devices or, um, you know, use it in your everyday workflow, but you sure will see the results of it. And it's something that that contractors need to be looking at to help, you know, maybe improve their service whenever they're working with clients on new technology, on ways to prevent the water losses that they're cleaning up. You know, whenever you're rebuilding a home, that is absolutely a possibility to install something like this so that it doesn't happen again. Because just as Gabe said, just like a heart attack, if you have a heart attack but don't get in shape, the chances of a heart attack is still there. Just like with the water loss, if we can find the root cause and put something in place to stop it, fix the problem, that's a great way to go about it.
0: I really think as we look at more and more of these solutions These technologies, we start to see a whole variety of different ideas and not only what they are initially, but what they can become. And that's a very interesting thing that something that you and I have talked a lot about sometimes their markets just keep growing and growing and, and the opportunities that they have expand out further and further. And it seems like that's the case with Flow. that, like he talked about getting plumbers involved, maybe having a repair network involved, having water departments involved. There's lots of opportunities that come out of just the one beginning point.
1: Yeah. You know, I, yeah, just, you know, Trying to get all parties involved really for the greater good of reducing catastrophes, reducing losses, and trying to keep everybody safe. That's really what it's all about.
0: Well, we're real appreciative to Gabe today and his team who helped organize all this at Flow, and we would absolutely have him on again. A friendly, nice guy. Thanks a lot, Gabe. And Anthony, what do you have to say to our audience today?
2: Yeah, guys, we hope uh, you're enjoying the interviews we're bringing you here on FNO and SureTech. If you do, one of the best ways to show that or, or even if you have some feedback you want to give us is go to your favorite podcast player, wherever you're listening to this, and give us a review and rating. Make sure you subscribe so you can get notifications when new episodes are available to download.
0: And, you know, talk about it on social media, tweet about it. We're at podcast f And we're also available on Facebook and LinkedIn. So uh, look to those sites for updates as well. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next time.